that's the one thing about this whole virus that I will never get good at is not touching my face. I, I know, I know. In fact, uh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, but, I, but I did just like wash my hands, so and my eye itches. So like, what am I gonna do? Although somebody was saying that you know women have been prepared for decades to not touch our faces because we're so used to wearing makeup, and you like don't touch your face after you you know put makeup. No, on. I don't know. <laughs> I've worn makeup probably under ten times in my life. Female craniac and, and and male craniac listeners who enjoy wearing the occasional you know makeup. Uh, back me up here. I used to like paint my nails. Yeah, that's d d different, but I I saw Spike the Vampire do them in all black and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So there was a hot second when I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, please enjoy. Leo pillow. Yep. Yep. You see, he switched from last night. Last night he was here, 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 <laughs> here. He's moved slowly. Yeah. Glacial shifting. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, lady's right over there. So that's where we were watching the uh, Geeks Who Drink last night. Yes. Um, yeah, as soon as I saw ladies looking out the window uh, on Google Hangouts last night, I was like, oh, I know exactly where y'all are. <laughs> it's funny. I That was fun, but like... And I liked being able to talk, because I feel like I like meeting friends up for trivia. Yes. But there's like that weird minute of like, okay, everyone shut up and stop talking. It's like meeting a friend for a movie. Yes. Yes. It's like, it feels like you're just ticking the box of hanging out with somebody in some ways. Well, and it was funny when I went to Trivia Weekly in DC, it, it was like, like we would all get there like quarter till and, and there was enough time in between rounds when they would have to tabulate the scores that I mm -hmm. that we would be like oh, okay like let's yeah, catch yeah, up yeah. and everything um but yeah it's uh it's yeah it's not always the best like friend catch up time what are you up to like I I'm in a very another sleepy mood I'm not sleepy like I was that, that last episode yeah but like I'm just kind of like cool you want to talk about like I'm just real like mm, what do you want to do okay, <laughs> really do chilled out yeah I yeah. um I mean like I was telling Tara last night I have gotten so much sleep during this whole quarantine thing because I get to sleep a little later because I don't have to wake up and like you know make myself stunning for work as I do every day um and I also like but I mean how much time could that take really just a few moments yeah ex yes exactly just you know slather <laughs> some Vaseline on my face and I'm ready to go um and like I don't have I don't have as much of the decompressed time that I normally need at the end of a work day and so now I just feel like I've got all these hours in the day. So as a result, like 1030 rolls around, I'm usually a very tired and B like have gotten everything done for the day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as a result, I'm getting between eight and nine hours of sleep every night. And my Fitbit is very happy with me. So <laughs> uh, I think Tara's having a little bit of trouble sleeping. I mean, there's a little bit of, of, of anxiety. I think we both have with all the stuff going around mm -hmm. and, the nervousness and all that, especially considering there's a lot of speculation. Like, there's not a plan in place where we know what we're doing. There's a lot of, like, are we going to come back this time or this time? Are we all apparently uh, federally required to go to Easter Sunday service or something? <laughs> uh, but I will say, I, uh, I don't know any church that is planning on having Easter Sunday services. Like, I know that my church in D.C. is not having they will not be having Easter Sunday services. So yeah, 
Tara what she's been doing. She came home yesterday because she went out to do to do something for work, um, and she felt like she said like the best she felt since this whole thing started. And it was because I have you seen the video? No. Oh, she went to a um, elderly community and they had everyone like outside if they wanted to or on their balconies and they did a music therapy session. Oh, I saw pictures. I didn't see a video, but I saw pictures she posted to like Instagram. The video has 58,000 views. (gasps) Oh my gosh. And I was like, not once in the video did she mention craniacs and I'm really upset that (laughs) it's... I'm just kidding. You, thought, um, you know what you should do? You should share that to the Craniacs group. I will. There's a little bit of issue with, like, the the community. Like, the news has picked it up, and her oh. boss is doing interviews and stuff. But the uh, community is being real, like, we don't want you to talk about our community. And we don't, you know, like, they don't want it getting out there, which I think is silly, and I don't understand why, but... Yeah, I mean, there's HIPAA things. Yeah, and stuff like I, that, I, I'm, it, I'm not at all familiar with like the rules and regulations around like nursing homes, so I can't really speculate. But at first glance, that does seem a little odd. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's been crazy. Like she put it went up, and she was like sitting there. She's like, is is she's like, is one thousand a lot of views? And I was like, yeah. And then like in between, she's like, like two hours later, she's like, it's at eight. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Like, my gosh, is, technically, it, is the video on Facebook? I don't, I'm trying to figure out why I haven't seen it. It is on Facebook. It's 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 from their community, and they're just she's passing around. So uh-huh. check out her page, and I'll, I'll ask her permission to see if we can put it on the Craniacs page. Um, yeah. But it's you get know, another it's, you know twenty views from the Craniacs fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what that's what it's it's sometimes you know it's hard to once we I feel like once you've gone over enough about your daily schedule quarantined it's hard to be like what are you up to well the same thing i've done the last few days also like today we had turkey instead of hamburger <laughs> like huh. i have seen your and tara's faces so much in the past week it's right. I mean, what a blessing it has been first of all but um yeah i mean I, I feel like there's probably not a whole lot going on in my life that i've not already told y'all in one of the like five times i've seen you on google hangouts in the past week so yeah sorry our uh, elevated social uh connection has ruined the podcast listeners (laughs) (laughs) sorry that Um, now that we live in the same city we see each other more when we are quarantined (laughs) um you know but we've done a we did a uh so uh google hangouts happy hour i don't know have we recorded since then or yeah we, we did i think we recorded on sunday sometime right so we probably talked about it then but like we did a few of those and honestly i've been thinking why haven't i been doing this more with friends like i haven't Mm-hmm. you know who live across the country or anything like that but for somebody who's an extrovert they really have been helping oh yeah i um i mean i was telling you and tara about marco polo last night but the app marco polo has been really mm-hmm. helpful especially for friends where our schedules don't really align like friends of mine with kids um or who are in different time zones because we can just easily like exchange video messages back and forth and it just makes it feel like we're talking mm-hmm. to each other so um it's yeah it's been nice that's what they do in space Exchange video messages back and forth? Yes, and then there's time that goes by. Oh, like, who does that? In- I don't know. It's, I just think there's a there's a book I read that's like, it try, it's a sci-fi book, but it tries to be real, and there's a lot of times where it's like, they send a message to someone, and then they gotta sit there and mm. wait for them to, like, watch it, because it's light years away. Is the book The Martian? No, it's The Expanse. Oh. 
but it's like the martian it, it, it's it it's not like the martian but it does a, it's it's there's a lot of technical stuff in it that i really find interesting it's funny though i one of my greatest fears is getting lost in space and it's mm-hmm. a rational fear but um i love the book the martian like which is kind of technically kind of about being lost in space although you know where you are in the martian but it's it's also somebody overcoming your fear Yes, but I feel like most Lost in Space movies, except for, like, spoiler gravity, um, is about, like, people overcoming, you know, that. Um, but I, yeah, like, but I, I, I have no interest in seeing gravity whatsoever. It's also kind of this, like, calm, sleepy, thoughtful look at being stuck in space as opposed to, like, gravity, which is, like... That's true. Like, he, he, he has a very I, level-headed, just like day by day. Well, I've got to figure out how to eat. Kind of. He's like that. It's, it's more about like him getting over it and yeah. like, being like, now I have to do this, and you know, more more, more of a survival I, book than anything. I I just think it was funny because the whole story of that thing was it was written like a chapter at a time, and the guy's like, "Is anybody interested in reading this?" And apparently, the answer was yes. Yeah, I I was late to that book. I think I read it about three or four months before the movie came out, and then I was like, "Oh, there's a movie about this. Other people know about mm-hmm. this book." <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I got deep into it around the time they announced Matt Damon was going to be playing the main character, which I I was like, "This is a good choice." Oh yeah, I I agree. I thought it was good. Um. I wait. What was I gonna say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what made me think about it just now. Did you ever read the book The Hatchet when you were in Mm-mm. like junior high? Okay, Craniacs listeners, I will like look it up and post about it to the um, to the group. It's oh yeah, okay. It's by it's it's called Hatchet or yeah, it's just called Hatchet. It's by Gary Paulson and um, it's about a um, a boy whose parents are divorced and he's put on, he's put on a, a small plane to go visit his his like dad for the summer and the plane mm-hmm. crashes and but right before he took off on the plane his mom gave him a hatchet as like a gift um which now you would not be able to fly with and he anyway yeah. it's like he, and he ends up this is it's fiction he ends up um like surviving the whole summer like cra- after this plane crash like in this wilderness area um and so anyway that's kind of what that what the Martian reminds me of a little sounds bit. Sounds kind of familiar. I think maybe you've talked about it before. Maybe not on the show, but I, I, well, I'd be very surprised. I've not thought about that book in years, but maybe someone else did. Maybe I'm having a weird. And there was a sequel too, and now I don't remember the. Anyway, none of this matters. Um, don't don't. There's also a very gory horror series called Hatchet, so don't get those two yeah, confused, no, folks. I, I will. And there's a Hatchet too. Go. There is a sequel. It's not called Hatchet too, though. Um, I guys, I will just uh, you know, uh, post the book I'm talking about in the group, so you mm. you know what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, um, you ready to talk about these episodes? You ready to get started on another ep- another quarantine? Entertainment episode. I, or... I am. I am. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together, wow, a lot. A lot lately, <laughs> a lot. And we talk about Frasier. And Laurel here has been listening to Frasier for a long time. I'm relatively new to it, but I'm finding plenty of time to watch it now. Watching Frasier. I've been watching Frasier for a long time, everybody. You know, you know what, what he meant. You said, listen. what you said listening. You said this is where we admit that Laurel has been blind this entire time. <laughs> what a twist. Um, so today we're looking at, uh, geez, I don't have the episode number uh, for me, 18, but it's a season five episode. Season five, Thank episode you. 18 and 19. Yeah. Uh, episode 18 is Bad Dog. Bulldog inadvertently spills coffee on a gunman holding at the, on a gunman holding at the cafe. <laughs> holding up the cafe? Like. Uh. 
Making him a local hero, much to Fraser's chagrin. I love that term. Mm -hmm. Much to Mm -hmm. my chagrin. Love that term as well. (laughs) Fraser knows the truth, that Bulldog was actually trying to put Roz between himself and the gun. When, when, When Fraser, like admitted that he had seen that that's what happened which i didn't catch the first time did you catch it the first time like did you know that's what he's doing or is it hard to remember now having known the episode well wait what what do you mean that so the first time you see the event it happens very quickly yes it does and i didn't realize i was like oh bulldog did save the day Okay, it, I mean, I guess it's hard because I've, I've watched, I've seen this episode before, but it's been right. a very long time, and I can't say I remembered a lot about it. Um, but it, it almost, it looks almost like everything was an accident. It looks to me like Bulldog was, like, falling over, and because the fact that he knocks his coffee over at the same time. Yeah, I see, but I didn't even catch him, I, I didn't even catch him knocking over his coffee. The only, uh, to be 100% honest, the only thing that really tracked with me after the whole thing was I went, he's still got his gun. Like, the whole time I'm like, he's still holding that guy's gun. He hasn't put it down yet. He hasn't. What is bold? Like it's gonna go off. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. For some reason, I thought the guy ran out with his gun. Um, no, bulldog held on to it the whole scene. So wait, here's also my thing. Was the guy holding up the cafe? Had the guy said anything? I mean, obviously, pull, uh, well, pulling your gun out is probably not the best. <laughs> he was also carrying it in like the front of his pants, which you and I, being from Texas, it was. It's like that scene from uh, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Where she sees a gun in someone and like makes a jump for them, and they're like, "This is Texas, everybody." Has yes, guns. yes, my hairdresser has a gun. Yeah, I, you know, I think that was me going like, "Oh yeah, of course he has a gun," and I was like, "Oh wait, it's Seattle. They probably probably not as." Yes. I mean, I don't know what he was trying to do with it. Like, I, I assume he was trying to hold it up since he like ran out of the place, leaving it with Bulldog, and wasn't like, "Excuse me, sir, why did you throw coffee?" On yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the whole setup was really odd. I will just say. Did, did not care for this episode. <laughs> Tara really got some good laughs at it. Of course, we were watching it after we'd been drinking, mm. so that might have something to do mm-hmm. with it. I I liked the ending because I was getting real ticked that, like, Bulldog was going to get away with yes. this. And he gets his come it, up it, in, in the best way and that he never admits it. <laughs> yes. And it also... Yeah, I, I don't think it, it would have made sense for Bulldog to have felt uh, guilt mm-hmm. over it, but I do think it made sense for Bulldog to get caught. Yes. Yes. Um, but it was also one of those episodes where I feel like we were supposed to think what Frasier was doing was manic and crazy. And I was like, no, he's right. Yeah. I mean, does he take it five steps too far as Frasier often does? Yes. But mm-hmm. the like constantly like kind of wheedling him a little bit to be like, you need to tell yeah, the truth. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, no, he, he, he is right. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, like if it would have been one thing, if it was like, oh, people made a fuss over Bulldog. But was, when he was getting like an award for it, I was like, yes. Um, I did like that. It was like Frazier's huge production of getting him to, to admit guilt. And then it was Martin who was just like, hey, Bulldog, look out a gun. He's like, did the same thing yes. to his mother. Yes. Yeah. Um, the We had a very special guest in this episode, and it was um, Ross's dress, which <laughs> was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's like from the moment she, like, it showed up. It, it was, you know, we had a gun in this episode, but we had Chekhov's dress. Yes. Which was that thing showed up early. <laughs> In the episode, I was like, oh my god, please let her put that on at some point. I mean, it, it looked amazing. like 
rejects from the like Reynolds aluminum foil factory. Yeah. Um, it looked like a disco ball when yes. I saw it. I go, that looks like a disco yes. ball. And then she makes a joke and I was like, hell yeah. So what's funny though is like I have had, I've actually been a bridesmaid with a few pregnant ladies. I've been to weddings where bridesmaids have been pregnant. So I've seen a lot of pregnant women in formal dresses. There are so many options for nice, non-hideous pregnant lady formal dresses that I don't, I don't understand why every woman on a TV show ends up in like, you know, a disco ball dress. Yeah, I think it's a trope. Yeah, it's at just, this but point. it's just, but it is. I've never seen anyone end up in a dress that amazing. I mean, it looked. Like, and her hair. Her hair on top of it was like, it was. It looked like Xanadu. It was crazy. <laughs> when she said she looked like Divine. <laughs> yes, yes, you look Divine. I look like Divine. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very. It was very entertaining. There's a. That's weird. Didn't we have John Waters call in in an earlier episode? Yeah. And he he directed Pink Flamingos or whatever that starred Divine. Oh, I, I, I don't know his repertoire, so. Yes, it's just interesting that there was, must have gotten a John Waters on the uh, writing, a John Waters fan on, on the yes. writing staff yes, this season. Probably. Um, Niles had a good LOL at that where he said something like, what is something like anybody can. Everyone looks good in formal attire. Oh. It's impossible to look bad in formal attire. It's, it's, ah, I'm screwing it up. But it was like, it's impossible to look, or, or everybody looks, no, it's impossible to look bad in formal attire. And then Roz walks by, he's like, well, hard, maybe, not impossible. Yes. Which, like, again, who knows how pregnant Roz is supposed to be at this point. So, like, mm -hmm. cut her some slack. Tara made a point that sometimes Roz looks way more pregnant than she does in other episodes. Um, like, I think in the next it, episode, she looks less yes, pregnant. Yes! In these two episodes, they, they, like, just diverges wildly. Well, I know I know uh, a lot of sitcoms, their schedule is they'll, work, they'll do a lot of episodes, and then they'll maybe not put them out in that yes. order. Like, listening to Office Ladies, they talk a lot about the first episode of this season was the third episode we... Yes. We filmed. Recorded, so... Or filmed, recorded. What the hell? Um, but yeah, so I don't know if that has something to do with That's a good point. Or... They could have been filmed uh, the order that they were aired in. Um, so, side note, I am still enjoying Office Ladies so much. It's really it's good. It's just... I, I kind of thought that they might get on my nerves after a while. Because they're, they're well, both a bit chirpy. But I, yes. I find... I don't know. I find them very endearing. <laughs> They're, they're both very chirpy, but they both have very different, like, attitudes about mm -hmm. things. And, like, I, you know, I, I, I don't like Angela. I don't like the character mm -hmm. of Angela on The Office. I don't find, like, I hate how long it takes for her to get with Dwight. Like, that drags on so long. Doesn't she marry like, someone else for a while and have a kid? She's engaged to Andy. and Oh, yeah, she's married to that senator, state senator. Yes. Um, and I'm just like, I, I don't like her. And so when there's like, I was like, two women from the office. I was like, oh, yeah, which of the many women I love on the <laughs> office? It's like, Pam and Angela. And I was like, meh. And then I'm like, oh, I, I love Angela the actress. Yes. She's she's such a goof. Yeah, she's she is great. She sounds like somebody I'd want to be friends with. And it's also funny to hear her and Jenna Fisher talk about how Jenna was very much like number three on the call sheet or number four on the call sheet and Angela was like number 12 on the call sheet and yeah. like you know oh like Jenna went to the Emmys every year and it's like Angela went yeah. occasionally <laughs> well, it's just it's there I, I it's it's definitely worth a listen guys after you get done listening to this but um 
And you also don't have I... to watch The Office recently. I have yet to rewatch an episode of The Office in listening to it, so... We'll kind of watch them after we see it. Like, I've got them pretty well... I don't want to say memorized, but, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this episode. I've seen it enough times, but we've been kind of, like, catching up with it. or Like, getting, like, one ahead mm-hmm. and then getting behind and getting one ahead. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, do you find yourself listening to less pod... Oh, let's not talk about this because I'd hate for our listeners to get any ideas never mind next subject well, if, our, if, if our listeners hear this we're clearly not one of the podcasts that they've bumped so unless they're listening to it in like 2022 and it's like oh, when ryan and laurel died it'd be nice to memorialize them by listening to their podcast Hi. and not from coronavirus it was like a canon accident no i don't know God. <laughs> kind of yellow else for this one um i took a total of zero notes for this one yeah that, i just Nothing struck me as something I wanted to write down, so... I, ha- I had two hard uh, seltzers in me at this point, so... Uh, which which flavor? Was like, oh, here we which go. flavor? Uh, the mango and the passion What'd fruit. What did you think of the mango? I don't think I liked it as much as you okay. did, but it was, it was good. Okay. I liked it. I actually drank it, and afterwards Tara went, how'd you like the mango? And I was like, oh, that was mango. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was another passion fruit. You tell how much attention I was paying. I, I, I could see that also um, because a you, you drank a little and b um, passion fruit and mango. I find them both to be of the same flavor family. Creed has an apple. I found potato. Do you remember that? Where they're betting on what people will do in the office. Oh wait, say that again. What? I just remember so much. They're betting. They like they start betting on things in the office. Uh-huh. And there's this scene where Creed's sitting at his ta- at his uh, desk and he's eating an apple, and Toby looks at the camera and goes, "Creed's eating an apple. I found a potato." And then Pam goes over and goes, "Hi, Creed." He goes, "Hey!" And they change out the potato for the apple, and he bites into it and puts it down, doesn't notice, and they all start like passing money. Okay. I'll find okay. it. I I <laughs> I just love. I love. I that. do kind of remember that, but that was such a non sequitur to me that I was like, "What are you saying?" That's just. That's what I felt like with me and the, and the seltzers. Uh, like, oh, that wasn't passion fruit? Oh, this all makes sense now. Yes. Okay. There we go. Yep. Got it. Gosh. Uh, zero notes. Well, let's rate this thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this, um, gosh, like four hot coffees spilled. I think I liked it better than you. I'm going to give it five hero sandwiches. Oh, yeah. That was... Also, a bit of a risque joke for, uh, you know, 1998 primetime. It's getting, it's getting there. But, yeah, this one was fine. I, it, was, it was Bulldog-centric. It was one of the better Bulldog episodes. Like, he didn't annoy me. Like, I was didn't like what he was doing, but I thought he served the story well. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting that, I mean, we're, we're almost at the end of the fifth season. I feel like Bulldog has not been in this season very much at all. Right. Yeah, I feel like he's yeah drifting. And then to suddenly have this entire episode about him, I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> it's it's weird. Like, I'd be interested to hear a podcast with like interviewing him and his experience because I feel like he's 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 yeah. It feels like he's so close to being a recurring character, but he's not a recurring character, like an actual a regular yeah. character. Yeah. Um. Main cast, so if you will. Let's go on to the next episode. Which has wins my award for one of the best titles of an episode. Yes. 
entitled. Frasier gotta have you it. You were so excited to get to this episode. I remember how I was like, I have no idea what that episode is. I... And it wasn't that great, but no, I just love I the title. I also have, like, next to no recollection of this episode. Like, there are episodes where I'm like, oh, I remember bits and pieces. I basically remember nothing of this episode. Uh, I don't remember the, the actor. Oh, well, let me read okay, the. Read this. I know the actress. Read the synopsis. Yes, thank you. Good, because I have, can't click on anything. Uh, when Frazier, Kelsey Grammer, begins dating a beautiful woman, he has trouble accepting that the relationship is largely built on physical attraction and seeks reassurance from those around him. Uh, Laurel, me and your parents want to know have you been in a lot of just physical relationships? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I'll take questions. Like, when this came I'll up, take I questions I, I'm not going to answer for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> I thought I was like thinking of things to talk about with this episode, <laughs> and I thought of that. I went, "Oh no, no, no! This is terrible for many reasons." Um, the actress is Lisa Edelstein, who yes, people the, may uh, know from House. Mm-hmm. Um, they may know from the Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Um, she's she's kind of been in a lot of things, um, but I think House is perhaps what she might be kind of most well-known for recently because she that she was on the show for a really long time it's funny because i remember in house i just i had a huge crush on her and then i saw her in this and sometimes people look better with a little more weight on them oh yeah <laughs> like, fair she looked like a q-tip in this where it's just and it's mostly because she has that that big yes. hair that you know you know how much i love hair um but like that she then cuts off for no reason i was one thing i thought in the middle of it i went i went this got real kooky real it, quick yeah, that was perhaps why i didn't like this episode because i so spoiler this is for to me perhaps the like weakest batch of two fraser episodes we have seen in a long time in my opinion mm-hmm. um agreed and that i was just like that i, I just found it also un- unbelievable and i feel like this was the script that they like threw away seasons ago and had to dig out and just it went off the rails and it's weird because there's like 24 episodes this season. So they didn't necessarily... I, I don't know. I don't think it was bad enough to get rid of it. It was just like, okay. I think I would have liked it a lot less if it was like, we'll see you in two weeks, folks. It's like, oh, really? That was it? Or like, do a clip show or something. Um, <laughs> I, I Yeah, I just... I, now that I think about it, though, we have yet to really have a clip show with Frasier. I don't know if Frasier ever does one. Did you ever see... I doubt, I doubt you did, but there was a Clerks animated series... No, they had no, six ep- I did not. <laughs> it was it was a DVD that got passed around my years in college a whole lot. But their second episode was a clips episode, so it was all clips from, from the first episode. Like, remember that time? Well, it started like that, and then it was like, remember that time we did like this, and then they cut to something we'd never seen oh. before. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's something they were talking about Batman. I remember, and they looked like they were like climbing up the side of a building and someone just goes why are we walking like this and the camera moves anyway um i i just thought this was like they didn't they had like a really simple concept and they needed to whack out a a, a script real quick because yes. it is like i i like understand the idea behind this but they're like all right how do we make fraser not like this woman or, or make her kooky yeah i don't know she and everyone is like just like i don't know we, oh my god we got a sketch we got a Deadline. Uh, she, she cuts off her hair and shoves it in the pillow. Oh, okay. She howls at the moon. Oh, I, okay. That sounds good. I have to say, at one point, though, I did just embrace the, like, ridiculousness of this. And I was like, sure. What, what's going to happen next? I thought it was... I liked when he came around on it and was like, 
Oh, and like like at the end, like he yeah. just was a big dumb male and succumbed, succumbed, succumbed. Did did she come back? Because he doesn't break up with her by the end of the episode. Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, I didn't. It was weird because it felt like she was a one timer, but like also recent they'd been do like uh. The businesswoman, the, the woman that had all the uh, rich Sam, friends, yes. yeah, who came back the next episode, which was kind of a shocker. Well, and remember, I, I was like, maybe she comes. I back. was surprised that Sam wasn't back for longer because I remember that episode <laughs> that yeah. relationship lasting longer. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I just let me see if I. Oh, so this is one thing that I had a problem with when Frazier was like, when Niles was like, oh, your dance card's been full. And he's like, I haven't been this excited about a relationship in a long time. I was like, a relationship? I was, aren't we supposed to think it's like Monday or Tuesday and you met this person on Saturday? Like, why are you jumping and saying you're in yeah. a relationship with them? Now, now, objectively, I agree with you. However, I was the person that was like... <laughs> uh, let me think of how I want to say this. <laughs> this is watching this just happened. It was really funny. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I was someone who thought I was in relationships sooner than I should have thought yeah, I was in relationships. That is that. That is that. I think it's perhaps what you wanted to say. <laughs> yes, yes. We just had a hard time getting there. Um, um, so, like, but I don't think that was the point of this episode. It wasn't like, Frazier's not a character who's like, I love falling in love that's so true. quickly. But it was just, but, yeah. But, but I guess you, all like, of his machinations then of like, no, we have so much in common. I was like, you could be like, I just met her and we're spending time together. I, I just, yeah. it was kind of like the lady doth protest too much. Um yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe that was another reason why I was like, oh, this is really contrived. Um, I wanted to point out, I have like two notes on this. And one of them was Roz pointing out uh, Niles's seat cleaning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and finally being like, every time I leave. And now I'm wondering, it's any time he goes to yes. a seat in Cafe Nervosa, right? Yes. It's not just I her. I want to be like Roz. Like he does this every single time he sits down at Nervosa. Um, I mean, that doesn't excuse him being a wacko, yes. but... Um, I wrote down uh, when uh, Caitlin goes over to Fraser's apartment for the first time and she says she doesn't like the taste of wine. Niall says, finally something I can use to tell you two apart. <laughs> Which I, I just thought that was really funny. Um, also, no apartment, no artist's apartment is as clean as hers is. It looked like it was out of a pot. Very it looked true, like it was out true. of a pottery barn catalog, and I was like, "That that is in no way an artist's apartment." I, I it was interesting. I kind of got to give Martin and everybody else in that apartment props when she jumped in and she came in and leaped on him, and everybody was kind of like, "Okay, we'll leave you two alone." <laughs> like the respect that a a adult child gets in that relationship is 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 something I I yearn for. <laughs> But anyway. Well, your parents don't live with you, and you don't live with them, so, you know. Nor will I ever <laughs> again. Uh, you, you made a comment, I don't know if, you made a comment about possibly going and seeing your parents, and I was like, do not tell my parents you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you talk about, just this like, is, this is so please do not give, I don't want this idea of getting out. I don't want, like, on Facebook, it's like. Go see your parents during the, the quarantine. It's like, now! Yeah, I, I guess that means I need to not mention it on my standing weekly phone call with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> when would I ever tell your parents? 
I, I don't. Yeah, of course, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, there's part of me that's like, it could still happen. You can still find out. You could. You could. You could say it, and the window could be open. <laughs> <you could hear. laughs> uh, yeah, I could tag you in something on Facebook, like when I stop at Bucky's, and I'm like, Ryan and Tara, wish y'all were here while I'm on my way to Dallas to see my parents <laughs> yeah, during during exactly. the quarantine, as we all should. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> did not this episode like these two episodes I, I mean I watched them just now before we started recording it I was like that, that's, that's well, making horrified everybody let's <laughs> let's rate let's rate them and then we'll talk about something that's not Fraser related real quick okay um, you know I am gonna give this three pillows full of hair wow less than less I was just gonna give another five howls at the moon no these are two very forgettable episodes to me like I find I don't tend to rate them under five unless I find them offensive. And neither of these seemed offensive to me. They were just yes. like, yeah. I think that is true for you. I, if it's like, I, like, I honestly, I hate to say it. I feel like I wasted those like 42 minutes of my life earlier when I watched them. Talking about something to fill up a little more time here. Have you been watching Tiger King? No, but I've been told I should by so many people. Holy moly. Do you have HBO? Have you seen McMillions? Yeah, about yeah McMillions. we talked. And sorry, I actually I just finished it. McMillions today. Okay. You can't watch McMillions after Tiger King because it'll be boring. Everyone should see McMillions and it's really good, but then you should see Tiger King so, because it, you go. I was just going to say, everybody, McMillions is about the McDonald's Monopoly game that was rigged, it turns out. And it's about the whole FBI. I think we've talked about it oh, on here. We? Maybe. Uh, no, I don't. Oh gosh, I was gonna say not in our not I in our. I think we have because episode, I. But on one episode, I think I said like something about millions. You're like, I told you about. I have seen there. Maybe mm. I just assume that with anything I ask you, if you've seen, <laughs> is that you're gonna go. We've already talked about. This. I don't know why. I'm so sorry for the Miss Piggy <laughs> voice. I don't know why that came out of me, but it's all I'm I got. Not that shrill. Um, <laughs> but okay. Anyway, well, then we can edit that out if we realized it. Um. Anyway, sorry. Tiger King. You should watch Tiger King after McMillions is what you're saying. Yes, because it's 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 McMillions is is insane and, and a good roller coaster, but it's also low stakes. This is insane. This is starts off on like, well, this is kind of weird, and then it's like every decision these people w- do is just like so crazy and insane and like doesn't seem real. It's can we also it's just, it's just talk about how. I love that these pieces of entertainment are here right when we need them. This one, yeah. The, well, it's funny because, like, as I'm watching the show, I go, I've heard of this guy before. Because he, like, ran for president in 2016. Mm-hmm. And they they put him on uh, last week tonight for a couple, for, like, a segment with, uh, excuse me, with John Oliver. And when, I, when you see it, you might go, oh, yeah, oh, I remember okay. this guy. But he's in Oklahoma. He's a nut. It's 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 crazy weird, man. And there is shocking stuff, and there is hilarious stuff, and there is, it is it is a it is a hell of a ride, craniacs. Well, uh, craniacs, join me in watching it. Perhaps this weekend when I have nothing else to do. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Other things I'm watching. Um, I got into I've gotten into Billions on Showtime. Have I talked about this already? Oh, I. I get Billions and Succession mixed up. Yes, fair. Succession was basically HBO's response to Billions. Um, Bill- oh, Billions isn't on HBO? Billions is on Showtime. Then I get Billions and Ballers mixed up. 
Billions is with Paul Giamatti. Yes. Uh, Ballers is with the, the Paul Very, yes, who are two, like, they should remake Twins with those two. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ballers is about, you know, pro-NFL player, pro-NFL players, NFL players and money managers. Amateur NFL players. And, what are, isn't it, isn't it actually, like, I mean, like, on the show? It'd be an amateur football player. If you're in the NFL, you're a professional football player. Yes. Yes, that's why I was. That's why I changed it. So I was like, "Oh, that's redundant." Unless you like run out on the field. Were you at SMU? Where I don't know who we were playing, but uh, somebody in the stands jumped out of the stands into the guest. The guest. I'm ridiculous. The visiting team. The guest <laughs> team. The visiting team like grabbed the helmet, put it on, and went and got in the line. Like got on. Got. got I don't the, think so. Huddle, that the, that doesn't. And the, and they they blew the whistle initially to do a um, uh, extra man on the field call. Boy, I sound like I watch a lot of football. <laughs> uh, but essentially, like then they were like, "Oh," and they figured out what happened. And they just, I think they were trying to figure out like who do we penalize in this case? I mean, it's like, kind of like no one. It's not like SMU told yeah. somebody to do that. Um, well, you can. They tell. I mean, when I was in the band, like we can get technical fouls for the team like if we're there and we're playing too loud or we're playing in times we were not supposed to that's a technical foul for SMU I mean and it's happened before I guess I could see that because you're there as like an, as an official university organization probably like, that's yeah that's probably yeah um and I what did y'all do to get a technical foul or a, I don't know whatever it would be called in football what did y'all do oh uh, we didn't get one in football I think we got okay. one in basketball because so like really are yeah yeah, yeah, I don't know what they. I don't think anyone's. You're in an open air stadium. I don't think anybody's gonna, especially the seven at, at the most seventy five piece <laughs> Mustang band. Um, I thought you were gonna say at most seventy five person crowd, and I was gonna be like, yeah, it's pretty much right. <laughs> right, that's the same thing. The amount of people in the band equals the crowd at the fourth quarter of an SME football game. Even the season when we were good for a while. Yeah, no kidding. Um. All right. Well, I, I mean, what do you <laughs> let's 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 go right into the how you can get a hold of us because, guys, these are some pretty lousy episodes. And, and, but this was a good session. And, and also, <laughs> I think it's okay that we have an occasional shorter session when we don't have anything to talk about for the episodes. So, hey, so if you've got something you want us to talk about, should we run into another one of these shorter yeah. episodes? Shoot us an email. Give us some subjects. We're craniacs at gmail That's C R A N E. IACS at Craniacs on Twitter, Craniacs of Fraser Podcast on Facebook. Join the group and get in on the conversation. And by conversation, I mean like some of my posts I put in there. <laughs> and, and some uh, of we mine. are oh, <laughs> yes, uh, we are on uh, Facebook, Spotify. I'm so dumb. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, iTunes, iTunes, and probably many more mm-hmm. uh, podcasting applications if you see us give us a five star rating tell us what you think uh if you give us a four star or a lower rating boo to you honestly if you're doing a four star or lower rating why are you even rating things it's like it's like yelp like it's either you're there to give like a really bad review or an awesome review no one's there for the middle of the road reviews so yeah and we're not there we're not there for anything but a five star review you're not a Rotten Tomatoes critic. I don't no. need, like, your inner... I just... 
tell us we're good or go away. Yes, that, 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 that's basically <laughs> the motto for being a friend of mine is tell me I'm good or go tell away. Tell you what, if you don't like this podcast, I'll give you back the money you paid to listen to it. Every cent. Send me your address. <laughs> but if you want something else you could be doing other than giving us a four-star review, Laurel has a suggestion that I may or may not have ruined earlier if we didn't cut it out. <laughs> uh, I like to think this is a joint suggestion um, since mm. uh, I believe your wife is the one who brought it to our attention. Um, but in these times of quarantine, we are all looking for any semblance of our old routine and normalcy. And for me, that involves going to trivia nights held at local bars, which I've yet to do in Austin, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> However, one of the nation's most popular trivia networks, I guess, for lack of a better word, Geeks Who Drink, is hosting virtual trivia every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on their Twitch channel. And I know you're probably like, Twitch, what is that? I don't know, Ryan, what is Twitch? Uh, depending on how old you are, you're either Twitch, what are that, or you're thinking, I can't believe Laurel insinuated that <laughs> they didn't know what Twitch is. Uh, Twitch is where people just broadcast. You can do live broadcasts. It's uh, not just porn, guys. Oh, I think it's not porn. You're thinking OnlyFans, which is gross. Um, just... Do you know what no, OnlyFans is? No, I have no is? idea. But live broadcasts of anything sounds like porn, so. <laughs> well, if you're not a pervert like Laurel, you can see things like uh, your sometimes podcasts I know go on there and do live versions. There's a lot of people who do live streams of games. Um, I have a friend or two who do some live streams and interviews with people. Uh, you can sometimes watch. It's, it's also content that kind of goes away after a while, so there's an impetus to watch it as it happens. Hmm. Um, I don't get it it's not usually something i like and i gotta be honest i've done two twitch viewing things this week and neither of them i got all the way through one of them was one of my favorite podcasts and i just went this is weird they're since they're all in different places with the quarantine we're not getting the same rhythm mm -hmm. they usually get and then gigs who drink after you bailed i bailed as well okay well and it was fun, and it was well-produced, and I thought some of the stuff they did was a lot of fun, but there's not much of a competition to it. I'm not a big competitive person, but there is something you want to stay there for the end so you can see how your yes, team did. Yes, so I am a competitive person, so that was, you know... Really? <laughs> part, of the, part of the issue, but um, no, but it's... Uh, they, they get really creative with the trivia that they ask. There are, there are mm -hmm. themes, and the questions, you're like, how are these all part of a theme? But they explain it to you, and I thought it was well done. I gather the family around. It's family friendly i'd say i don't No, he was dropping f-bombs oh was he oh i guess i just I yeah, guess yeah, I yeah, yeah. Notice those things um to, depending on how what how your family is perhaps it's family friendly <laughs> um but um yeah I, I don't i just thought it was it was something new and different to do ryan and tara and i played it via google hangouts where we were chatting with each other during the game and um yeah it's just uh, some other entertainment to have during this this quarantainment time. So gather some friends or host your own trivia night with friends. Oh my gosh, I would <laughs> I should do that. I was just saying we should put together a, a Fraser trivia. I should host trivia. <laughs> well, well, guys, Laurel's out. So uh, <laughs> until next time, I'm Ryan. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I'm Laurel. I'm off making up my own trivia. <laughs> and we're kind of listening, but Laurel's distracted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye, y'all.